my God. Oh, my God. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Thursday. You working your butt off? Got all that stuff you got to get done? Getting home tonight thinking, oh, my God, I wish it was Friday already. That's not much of a testament to how great our choice is, is it? I don't think so. Looking around, I look around at the world, and I'm thinking, damn, it's going crazy. It's getting crazy fast. Let me ask you a question. Are you, If the world is coming in, let's say for just hypothetically we have like five years left before they just screw it all up and it all goes away, right? Are you doing the shit you would like to be doing? Are you excited about where you're going to be when the world ends? Because <laughs> if you're like most people, that's the truth, right? Let's face it. You're, you don't have any big plans in your life between now and five years from now. You've got, got to get the house paid off. You know, I've got to get the kids through college. we got all these organizations that we have to meet, these obligations, these predefined rules that define us, right? And I just keep looking around. I'm thinking, well, the world's coming in, and I certainly ain't going to spend a bunch of time mowing a lawn. I don't like mowing lawns. There's a world of things better than mowing a lawn. I like doing a podcast better than mowing a lawn. I mean, you give me a choice, right? I like going to the gym, rolling around on a mat, pretending I'm a badass old man. That's better than that. How does it feel to wake up? Thank God you did. Looking at the news. The question I want to ask you today, the question we're going to try to answer together, is are you getting your money's worth for all that hard work you're putting in? Are you waking up every day and saying to yourself, hell yeah, I can do I can do this again? Or are you waking up tired, broken down, uninspired, and out of fuel? I don't know, you, you can tell me what you want on social media, but the look I see on most people's faces when I walk down the street tells me a whole different story. It tells me the truth. And the truth is, we keep biting off this idea about how great it is to live in debt. And in return, we don't do any. We, we, we forget everything we ever knew about having fun, right? Let's say, oh, you know, I don't want to ride bikes. Oh, fuck that. I want to sit down. I worked all week, right? I don't go walk. I don't want to go do this. I don't want to do that. I can't imagine it, right? If you're not that way, shut it off. Go get, get go get with your business. But that's not the case. Think about the list of things you're going to do this today, just today, between now and the time you lay your head down, between now and next week, the same time. If the world's going to shit, if the world's actually going to shit, don't you think you might want to start having, having a little bit of fun, enjoying waking up energized and finding the goodness in what's left? You can't do anything about I can't do anything about those families. It pisses me off because I think, how is it that someone can say, you know what, I think I'm going to end the lives of a bunch of people I don't know just, well, because I can, because I don't agree with this guy over here, so I'm just going to show him. I'm going to blow up a bunch of innocent people. No, if you want to, if you want to do damage to someone, go stand across the table from each other and, or go into, into a, the ring and just beat each other to death. But why the hell are you involving people that don't have anything to do with it? Huh. There's a crazy thought. Just like those people across the way, you, uh, your, yours can end. And someone's life will end today. And here you are doing what you're doing. It's like, well, I know, but I can't do anything else. I'm just me, right? Man. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> and, you know, it wouldn't be so bad, but it's scary as hell when you think about how many of us actually buy off on that idea. Where'd you get that damn great idea that you got going on in your head right now? Let me ask you that. Where'd you get that idea? You know, hey, we're going to buy a house. All right, well, that's a great investment. That's what they say. Oh, well, if that's what they say, well, then that's what I should do, right? Oh, yeah, hell, hell, my, I did it. It worked for me. I mean, I got, I got my investment. 
But when you use the word investment and you frame it around this idea of indebtedness, that would imply that you actually make a bunch of money and your life gets financially better because of it. I mean, I mean, according to what I'm thinking, I'm an investor, yeah, but I don't have any money because I spent it all. Oh, which is actually the case. Think about it. How many people do you know who have reached a point in their life when they are financially completely secure, they can make all the choices they want, and more importantly, that they're physically able to make those choices? Hey, listen, you know what? We paid everything off. We're debt-free. We have a chunk of money in the bank. We have enough to sustain us for two years. So we're going to go travel around the country, go and see what we can see. And then when we get down and we get to a point, we'll go ahead and jump back into it, make some more money and do it again. Huh. There's an idea. All right, let's go ahead and get into this little bit about me. In case you're wondering, well, who the hell is this guy? Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I am a high school dropout. Married my wife when she was 16. I was barely 18. Uh, We had a baby on the way. The two things Sandy and I knew was that we would make it and that we that work hard work was essential. We'd both raised up to work hard and that was what saved our ass, right? And then I show up and I start thinking about the meaning of life and I start taking directions not based on what the world's doing but based on what I'm doing and that's when it really got good, right? Ask yourself a simple question. Why are you where you're at? And it, and even more importantly, can you think of something some place that would be better for you? that would feel better to you some aspect of your life maybe you just maybe you're looking at that big ass hey look at me mansion on the hill and you're thinking you know i'd just rather be have a kitchen and a small house maybe have a little garden and have to have the time and money to spend with the people i love right because let's face it if the world is going to shit hypothetically and of course none of us want to believe that or think that but think about it if the world is going to shit Don't you owe it to yourself and to the people around you to wake up every day the best version of yourself that you can be? Do you need to wake up with a smile on your face and and an appreciation for the cool morning breeze coming in through the windows and the life you live and not only that, but where you're going with it, all of the wonderful people in your life? And yet what happens to us? What do we do? This is how ironic the whole story is, right? This whole thing that we keep playing, this game of pretend that we keep playing. What's the first thing you do in the morning when you wake up? You grab your phone. You grab an inanimate object that just annoys you all day long and occupies all of your time. When you've got the person you've committed your entire life to laying right next to you in the bed. And not that they're not at fault too, because that's exactly what they do. And I was scratching my head because I I reached for my wife. I'm like, where are you? Let me give you a kiss. Good morning, a hug. Tell you how nice you are. Drink some coffee. Spend some time together, right? What is that saying about us or about our value system? You know how good it feels when 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 everything's going great, right? Can you imagine what it would be like if you could actually say, "Uh, you know what, honey, I think I want to put some fire in this thing. Let's get this thing stoked back up. Let's get some something burning in it right now. Let's get some connection going. Damn. Starts with you, right? Did I get your attention? I hope I did because when we come back, we're going to talk about how to get that thing cooking, you know, that thing cooking. Remember how it used to be? And that's really important, and you're going to find out why. Get that thing fired up, and you will definitely become unstoppable when we come back.
All right, let me go ahead and jump in here real quick. I got to grab me a drink of water. We're going to get into this thing. I want to bring something to your attention. I'm going to show you why you're rocking your life with your partner isn't rocking and rolling. Hold on a minute here. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about why. Let's talk about why your your life with your partner isn't rocking and rolling. You think it can have anything to do with the fact that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you grab is your phone and not your partner? You think maybe it has anything to do with the fact that when you're sitting at a table across from each other eating breakfast, you're looking at a phone instead of looking at each other? It's kind of hard to be friends with someone you don't know, right? Like I try, I try, try doing that every day. I'll walk in a grocery store and I'll throw up a big smile and, and try and make eye contact with people. You know how difficult it is to get someone to make eye contact with you? What do you suppose that is? Do you think it has anything to do with the fact that we never make eye contact with anybody anymore, even at home? sitting in a restaurant right you're with your family and your and and with your spouse right and it's like till death do us part right but but while you're here i'm just going to go ahead and be engaged because when i'm looking at my phone basically what i'm saying is what's on this screen is more interesting than you and in fact i like this more than i do you because otherwise what do we do when we're interested in things we pay attention to them we engage them we interact with them you want to make your relationship better. You want to make your life together better and become more powerful as a couple, be more able and adept at, at modifying and changing to the things you want it to be. You might want to start working on each other, right? Huh? How do you do that? My, my recommendation for that is simple. Start walking. Start finding a time when the, the phones and everything else are out of it, and it's just you and them, right? You're just walking or hanging out or doing something where conversation is essential or there's silence. There's nothing better for your relationship. Sandy and I were, we have, we've been married 42 years. I'm proud of that. Best, best I'm, She's my best friend in all of the world. I promise that. I appreciate her every day. I wake up every day thanking God that she's the one I get to share my life with. Right? Can you imagine feeling that way? And if you do, thank you. Right? If you do, thank you. But that's what we're going for, right? Because life is a feeling. And when you wake up in the morning and you have the presence of someone in your life and they're like, Ooh, I feel better just because you're here, right? That's where it starts, right? How do you get it going? Well, the same way you get all of these other things going. Starts with a story. What would happen to your life if you had an image of your relationship that was like some rom-com? In the end, you're just over there kissing and hugging and can't get enough, and you're both feeling beautiful inside and out. And you're looking at the world as this big opportunity. You're like a toddler in a toy store running from thing to thing, so excited. If you don't think it can happen, I promise it can. It all starts with you. We're going to break this down even closer before we get done. You're going to have everything you need to make it happen when we come back. All right, if you're like anybody, if you like me, you love a good story, right? And when it comes down to it, that's exactly how you're going to get the ball rolling on anything you want to achieve in your life. It all comes down to the story. And where the story comes in is that when we imagine things and we continue to imagine things and we begin to connect with those those stories based on how great it's going to feel and we can imagine the feeling of success as we pursue those those things that we consider, right? the easier it is for us to generate the energy to take action towards those things. Let's face it. If I called you up and I said, let's go skiing, you would say, Oh, okay. Even if it's Thursday night and we're going Friday morning at four, you'd have your, you'd have your snowboard out. You'd be getting it ready. Right. 
Well, that's because you have an associated feeling with that thing that you are going to do. You know how cool it is to slam it down the slopes, have a couple drinks at lunch, and then do it again all afternoon. Come in tired, beaten, broken down, ice sore. Well, if you take that analogy and you realize that the reason you're able to do that is because you have something that drives you towards it. Now, where we get into a problem is when we see something, but we can't imagine what it would be like. We don't have any recall. You don't have any true idea of how great it would be to have the relationship with your partner now that you had when you first got together. Just kindness and consideration and love and energy and excitement, a zest for life, right? So how easy is it for us to maintain our focus on that? How easy is it for you to look at that every day and say, you know, I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be Prince Charming. I'm going to be kind to her. Every time she's upset, I'm going to ask her why, and I'm going to do everything I can to change it, to fix it. The world does not want you to look at you. The world does not want you to know this. When you start talking about how great it can be with the person you love and you start sharing ideas with kindness and consideration with one common goal, and that is to harness your superpower, you, it's amazing how quickly and how, how, how easy it becomes for that thing to grow into something to where you're like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get her flowers. Go by the liquor store, get some beer, get a bottle of wine. I'm going to get her some flowers. Haven't got her flowers in 10 years. If you want to change your life, anything about your life, it starts with you. It starts with the ability to see where you're going and to be able to create an image in your mind that is so energizing and exciting that you just have to be there. You have to live it. That's why people climb mountains. That's why people run marathons. That's why we do amazing things. Is because once we get that idea and it becomes so real to us, guess what? We become unstoppable. There is nothing that stands in your way when you can see where you're going make it sound easy that's because it is when we come back i'm going to show you the steps it's real simple and you can apply it to anything in your life anything you would ever want to change in your life the bottom line is no matter where you're going it starts with you when we come back There are two things that stop us from getting where we want to be, from living the, the life we want to live, okay? One is acceptance, and the other is fear. And both of these things, whether it's one or the other or the combination of both, which is usually the case, as long as those things are standing in our way and we don't address them directly, we will never accomplish anything of any major significance in our lives, right, beyond what everyone else is doing. That's just the case of it. And the reason I can say that is because think about any any action that's deemed amazing, right? Whether it's a, a sports star, an MMA fighter, a scientist, someone who makes a bunch of money, doesn't matter who it is. The one standard that's established for us all is that those people who gain the most notoriety are those that are the most different from us, Right? That's where the notoriety comes from. And what happens then is that what that person has, he elevated himself to the level of everyone around him, you and me, right? That's what we've done. 
we're doing exactly what everyone around us is doing. And But instead of that person stopping at that point in any given endeavor, he decides, you know, I think I can probably friggin' rock this shit. I'm really liking what I'm doing here. I think I'm going to just keep working at it and I'm going to pound it out. I'm going to do what other people aren't doing. And, of course, then everyone's surprised when he does that and then he gets what other people don't have. Wow. In a way, that's kind of the story of this whole thing right here, right? I sh- how many how many guys do you know show up every day and do a podcast to nobody? Why do you suppose I do it? Well, number one, it's to benefit me. This is not just a conversation about you, but I'm talking about spending time making sure my story's right. If life's about story and success is defined by story, the last thing you want to do is start following the wrong story. Next thing you know, your life's off the tracks and you have no return. You're at a point of no return. You need an example of that? Think about the January 6th people, all those Americans who stormed the Capitol. The the news reported 1,100 of them were locked up. Funny how the ringleader wasn't locked up, right? Which brings us to the biggest stumbling block we seem to all have when it comes to the choices we make, right? See, it's as easy to follow the wrong story as it is the right one. And the only way to gauge whether the story you're following is the right one or not is what it does for you. In other words, you go out every day and you charge out and you execute and you do the things you do. What do you get for that? What is the return on your investment? There will be no greater investment than you'll ever make in that actions that you take directly impact your personal existence. And that is you're making more money, you're happier, your life is easier, things are going better for you, you spend more time doing what you do. Why do you suppose a bunch of people just like you and me would take their weapons and run to Washington, D.C. and charge one of their own government buildings? And it's because of what they believed. It was because of the story that's been told, right? And the story keeps being told. It keeps being repeated. And, of course, it's repeated by powerful people. See, we look at the news as the news. But the news is a way to disguise, hey, look, at this is what I want you to believe into a format that makes us want to sit down and watch it. See, amid all of the sadness and sorrow, which we are interested in for some reason, right? We can't seem to miss that. Amid all that, there are these these stories that are being told about what's going on, about why. And it's been such a, it's been so embedded in us that that's how we're communicated. We just trust it. We're like, oh, yeah, well, that's great. Yeah, that makes sense. We're going to send millions and millions of dollars of equipment to Israel and all over the world. What? My question to, to, to the world as a whole is this, okay, so let's see here. We've got people in our country right now who are, our country being inundated by fentanyl, right? We are being overrun by immigrants and i'm I'm not i'm not against immigrants but what i am against is you follow the rules of the land for which you live right we've got we got we got communities where bands of young people bands of people are just breaking into stores and shit right breaking is just taking whatever they want right and all of that is generated by story so you can understand you can see the power of it what do you suppose would happen to your life if you ex- executed that in your own life? If you just got an idea in your head, a crazy-ass daydream idea in your head about maybe going back to school or becoming something more than you are, being better at your job, taking your boss's job. I was like that one because I've had a lot of bosses I really didn't like. 
and I'd have had the mindset that I do now, I would have said, well, I'll just take your job. Screw that. I'm coming up. I'm coming after you, right? Of course, that's what you did. That's the power of story. And where we get off track is when the story doesn't come from us. My question to you is, if your yard, if your yard is a mess and you look over and your neighbor's yard is a mess and every day you go over there and you clean your neighbor's yard and then you come home to your messy yard, what's the benefit to you? There isn't one. What's the benefit? There isn't one, right? doesn't make any sense, does it? So take that same scenario and say, okay, your life is not perfect. Your life, you have some chaos in your life. Your relationship isn't where you want it to be. Maybe you're not making as much money as you should. Maybe you're, not, you're financially just strapped, right? But instead of you spending time in your life taking care of your business, you're over there running around holding signs on the corners for some man that you don't even know that are telling you stories you don't know if you can believe or not. You can't prove them, right? You can't disprove them. So it must be true. Well, you know, he's like me. He's a white dude. Well, he's a black dude, right? Got to be true. And then when you get done out there holding your signs and rallying or going to the Capitol and breaking windows out and assaulting law enforcement officers, then you come back home and your life's still a friggin' mess. And for those on January 6th, it's even worse than that because now they're facing attorneys and felonies and federal prison. Hmm. If there's any more questions about the power of story, you can keep asking, but the bottom line is you'll never get where you're not going. And if you can't see it, you can't be it. I look at myself and I say, damn, what am I going to do next? It all starts with you. It all starts with you. Now, there is a war being waged. There is a war being waged. I promise that. And if you're not careful, you're going to get sucked into it. And, and most of us have already been sucked into it to some, some degree. We're going to talk about that and maybe some things you can do to protect yourself when we come back. All right, if there's anything getting in the way of our ability to actually focus, because that's what we're talking about here. People who are successful at any given endeavor just go grind and grind and grind and grind, right? This is a prime example. I don't know how many podcasts I have, but the truth is the reason I just continue to be here is because I'm grinding at it. I figure eventually I'll get better at it or I won't, but at any point, my my train will still stay on its tracks. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm not going to be taking some detour and ending up with a DUI or some sort of bullshit that derails the the cool thing I have going on. So I'm real careful this morning I got up and I caught some of the news and of course it's poison to the soul. Well I I think we need to feel as much empathy as we can for the world. I think if anything that should come away from that it's the reminder that we have to we have to live better. We have to wake up more excited and energized about our life. And to that end, I think where we're lacking is in our ability to measure or a standard for measurement of our choices, right? Now, think about this for a second, just for a second. How much time do you figure you spend on social media every day? Figure that up. Just kind of give yourself a guess over the next couple of days and kind of come up with an average. Now, think about the benefit that you receive from that. Intangible benefit. Tangible, productive. My life is getting better. I've been on Facebook every day for a week and a half, for two weeks, and because of that, my life, this about my life has gotten better. It's gotten easier. I'm happier. That is the value side of things, the value side of our choices. And the problem that we're having is that while we've been taught that these are a great idea, and in most cases, these things are actually addictive, let's face it, who's been lost in a two-hour TikTok marathon? 
video after video after video after video. And every once in a while, you get that treat. That one video makes you laugh, and that is video after video after video, right? And at the end of it, all you are is two, two, two hours closer to your death, and nothing else about, about your life has changed. And why do we do it? Because we don't have anything better to do. We don't have anything better to do because we aren't thinking of anything better to do. And I said, well, you know, let's see, I'm going to spend two hours here in a minute on TikTok. Or is there one thing I could do better? Well, maybe, you know, I've been wanting to check out uh, culinary classes. I, you know, I've been, I think, you know, maybe I'll just go do the laundry for my wife. She'll freak out. She'll think I'm leaving her. You did the laundry because you're leaving me, right? That is the, that's the summation of our life, right? And as long as that, if you don't control that information and you don't maintain a standard for yourself as to where your focus is going to be and to what extent, right? You're not going to be able to control it because the information keeps coming in. The, the messengers are still there, right? Hey, listen, be like me. Be like me. Better Homes and Gardens TV. You want to learn how to buy a house? You want to learn how amazing it is? You want to be inspired to how amazing it is to go into a mortgage for a big-ass house? And it doesn't even matter. It's non-discriminate. You could you could have spent your entire life on the river fishing and doing whatever you love to do, but it'll catch you if you watch it long enough. Eventually, it's going to seem like a really good idea because think about this. How many criminals have actually sat around thinking about a really bad idea until it became a good idea? Huh. See my point, right? So the best way to avoid that is to make sure every idea you get comes from within you. I mean, it's a valid source. It's connected to who you are because other than that, they could be they could be lying to you. No way. What? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. And when, when it really comes down to it, when you think about where you are right now, it started with you. All of the choices you make, they all started with you. You had an idea in your head. You had a story cooking in your head. And you said, well, you know, this is what my life's going to be like. Now, the question you have to ask yourself is, is that the life you're living? Are you really as amazing and have as much fun as you want to have? Are you really feeling inspired when you wake up every morning? And if you're not, then maybe you need to find a new story. All right, so it's really easy. There's a game I play. It's called Pick It. And pick it's really simple. When you take a look at anything you do, the question you need to ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, how is it? How is it, how is it rate? Is it a 5? Is it a 6 on energy and excitement, your eagerness for it? And if it's not, then the other measurement would be, let's say it's just crap. Maybe you're a concrete guy or whatever. I did concrete for years. I know how hard it is. So let's say you're a concrete guy, so you just got this crap job. The other way to scale it is because you have that crap job and you're struggling through that crap job every day, how great is the rest of your life? And again, how energizing, how excited are you about getting there? You get done with work and it's like, hell yeah, let's do this. That's the, that's the sum of this entire conversation right there. And the idea would be to look at the things you do because of the job you have and look at the job you have and what you get for it and ask yourself, am I getting my money's worth? Are you getting your money's worth? Does it feel as good as you thought it was going to feel to be in debt for $400,000 spending every penny you have on that house and all the accessories, working all the time, no time to hang out, and very little time to do any of the stuff you know you love to do. You haven't been fishing, you go hiking, you get a vacation twice a year. Oh, wow, what a life. How do you add value to it? You say, well, you know what, I think I'm going to get rid of the lawn because instead of mowing lawn, I could be walking with my wife two hours on Saturday just to get to know each other again, just to become friends again, right? 
That's a crazy idea. That's a crazy idea. Maybe I don't need 4,000 square foot. Maybe we could go with like 1,500, and that way it would take me half as long to clean it, and I'd have a smaller yard, maybe no yard, maybe a rock. And that way on Saturday mornings we can get up. The house is clean in 15 minutes because you guys are a really good team. The boat's loaded, the cooler's loaded, and you're headed to the lake because you know you love the lake. On an value equation, yard work and cleaning a big-ass house and working all week for it is not nearly as much fun as having Fridays off because you don't need the money and working for 15 minutes to clean that house and then heading out and playing in the water all friggin' weekend. I know, crazy, right? Crazy. You know, I remember Sandy and I, we traveled around the country for seven years in our RV, a 41-foot fifth wheel, a Redwood. We pulled it with a one-ton short wheelbase Chevy 3500, Z71, four-wheel drive. Beautiful rig, right? I had friends who actually thought I was crazy. Oh, that's crazy, man. Who does that? You you won't last. You you guys won't do this. This is crazy. You can't. You're not going to be able to live in this thing, right? And all I kept thinking was, wait a minute. Compared to what you're doing, the idea of me traveling around the country, my house, my bed, my bathroom, my kitchen, everything I need right with me, and you're going to get up and do lawn, you're going to grow a crop no one eats, you're going to take care of a crop no one eats, and and I'm the crazy one? All right, guys. Hey, so um, there is absolutely no doubt about it. I am I am as broken as the next guy. I'm just as broken as you. I think the only difference is that within my brokenness, I found a way to manage it, and that is to stay focused on where I am and why we do what we do. And, of course, Sandy's on board, and I, I support her in everything she does, as she does me. And the ultimate goal is to wake up feeling satisfied that you got your money's worth for the effort you put in. There's a reason you're waking up and you're busting your ass every day. The question you have to ask yourself is, is it a good enough reason? Are you getting your money's worth? And if not, then the other thing is, the other challenge is to be able to make a plan for yourself based on a better story and then face the challenges to go after it. It really comes down to that. I hope you've kind of got an idea on it. Start dreaming about something. Write something down every day. Remind yourself of something every day. I talk about a dry erase marker. Put the put that thing you want to you want to dream about on the on the mirror above where you brush your teeth every day. And I guarantee, without a doubt, if you spend time thinking about it every day, and you review every night when you brush your teeth again, you're going to be closer and closer every day that you do that to the thing that you love. It's really that simple. Change comes when the story's better about where you're going than where you are. I hope it works for you. Please share like it i don't know i haven't done a live one in a while watch for it you have to subscribe to podbean in order for that to happen you'll get notifications be sure you turn notifications on if you want to hear about something or you want to talk about something please reach out to me at your best life defined at gmail.com until next time my name is chris Huckes and this is your best life defined have a wonderful day